Please open your Bibles with me to Titus chapter 1. And let me read three verses of introduction for our day of worship. Titus chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Wonderful words. And they provide a good foundation for what we consider this day. Titus chapter 1, the first three verses. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began but hath in due times manifested his word through preaching, which is committed unto me according to the commandment of God our Savior. Amen. Very, very briefly, it's the faith of God's elect. The promise of eternal life is for God's elect. Those that have faith in this world are God's elect because God elected them and gave them faith. Because it is God from the beginning that hath chosen them to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. We were chosen to that. We were appointed to that, as we shall see this day. It's the faith of God's elect. God's elect have a faith that is different from the rest of the world. They acknowledge the truth, which is after godliness. The truth of God's grace, as Titus goes on to explain very clearly, is not just grace that allows us to do anything we wish, but grace that teaches us that we ought to deny ungodliness. That's that's chapter 2. Here it says, it's acknowledging the truth which is after godliness. The proper understanding of truth always leads to godliness. It is turning the grace of God into lasciviousness that we are supposed to oppose with all our might as the epistle of Jude teaches us. What about these elect that verse 1 describe? They have hope of eternal life. They walk through life with hope. Death is not the end for them. Death is the beginning. Death is not bad for them. Death is gain. It is far better to depart and to be with Christ than to be here according to the faith of God's elect. Because they have hope of eternal life. On what basis do they have that hope? On a promise from God. Because it tells us that God which cannot lie, promised before the world began. Now, if he promised it before the world began, he didn't promise it to you and me. He promised it to himself. He promised that through Jesus Christ, he would save all of his elect. It was part of his eternal covenant and everlasting covenant of grace. But he did it before the world began. He cannot lie, and it's upon that foundation that our hope rests. But now look at verse 3. He hath in due times... His timing. He's manifested that word. He made a promise at a time when we couldn't hear it. He made a promise when there was no one to observe it. But he's now made that promise manifest. That is to make it clear what has been hidden before, what can't be easily discerned or counted, is now brought to light. He hath in due times manifested his word through preaching. It wasn't manifested in the Old Testament. It was manifested in the new. For 4,000 years, the world was in some measure of darkness over it. Especially for the first couple thousand. But now it's committed even to the Apostle Paul, who wrote down a number of epistles for us. And we will consider them this day. 
I hope that I'm addressing God's elect. I hope and believe that I am one of God's elect, and I hope you believe the same. I hope that our acknowledging of the truth leads us to godliness. And I, I hope that we do walk through life in hope, and that that hope is based on the promise of God who cannot lie, but has brought His Word through preaching to our ears and our understanding. We shall see in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 that Paul will say, That according to the word of the Lord, the things that he describes in 1 Thessalonians 4 will come to pass. The Lord shall descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. It's according to the word of the Lord, because without the word of the Lord, we would know nothing about it. That's why it's called such a great mystery. He's manifested his word through preaching. A promise that he made before the world began. We do not have to wonder if God was surprised at what took place in Eden, Because before the world began, God already saw sin and promised eternal life to his elect. Paul would say in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, For I delivered unto you that which I also received. If it wasn't for God committing things to Paul's trust, and then Paul putting them in writing, we wouldn't have them. Thank you, blessed God, that you cannot lie, though everyone else lies to us. That's why the Bible says, let God be true. But every man a liar. Amen. And thank you, Father in heaven, for promising eternal life to us. Help us to live in the hope of it and help us to live the godly lives that give promise of it. Let us pray. Our Holy Father, we bless and we praise Thee, great God, that we have a God that cannot lie nor will ever deceive us in revealing to us His truth. Heavenly Father, the only time that you would ever deceive us or send us strong delusion is when we have chosen to believe a lie rather than the truth. When we have chosen to exalt idols in our hearts rather than thy word. Our Father, we thank thee and bless thee that before the world began, you made a promise in Christ Jesus that you would save every one of us who put our trust in thee from death, from sin, from the grave, from hell, and from the devil, and from eternal condemnation, that we could and should and would live with Thee forever. We bless and we praise Thee. Our Father, without this knowledge, life is so vain and so vexing and so hopeless. But with this foundation, we can walk and live in hope. And we thank Thee for it. We have the hope of eternal life. And this day we want to sing about it, we want to preach about it, we want to hear about it, we want to talk about it. We want to pray and thank Thee for it. And Father, we pray that You would invigorate our souls, that You would lift up our spirits, that we would lay hold of this great promise, and that it would lead to greater godliness in our lives. For the Bible tells us, He that hath this hope in him purifieth himself even as He is pure. You are holy, and You have commanded us to be holy. Help us, blessed God, to be holy as we should be. Forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness, O Lord. If we regard iniquity in our heart, You will not hear us. But we have confessed our sins, and therefore we believe that You do hear us. Father, We have corrupted and perverted your way, and it did not profit us. 
We have done that which we should not have done, and we have not done that which we should have done. And we ask Thee to forgive us all our sins. We thank Thee for every good thing that we enjoy while clothed in these earthly tabernacles. And we thank Thee most of all for that blessing that we shall have when we are clothed upon from above. O Lord, preserve our nation. Be with those that are sick and raise them up. We especially pray for Dan and Bruce Taylor. We pray for those that are traveling in a way. We pray for your assemblies of saints throughout the world. And we pray for each of our souls. Heavenly Father, for we are in a warfare that you, under the name and by the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, would deliver us in an assembly and in our own souls from the powers of darkness that would seek to derail us, distract us and divert us, destroy us and discourage us from living for thee as we ought. Fill us with your strength. Renew us this day with the power of the Holy Ghost, filling us with faith and joy and peace and hope by his power. We thank thee for the earnest of the Spirit that bears witness in our hearts that you love us and that Jesus Christ has died for us, that we are yours, and that if we were to meet death this day, we have a down payment a performance bond, a certificate of guarantee in the person of the Holy Spirit. We thank Thee in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the hope and assurance that You've given us. And yet, O Lord, we pray that You would stir it up yet more and more, that we might lay hold on eternal life, and that we might be persuaded that what we have committed unto Thee, You will take care of against that great day. Our trust is in Thee. Help us now. Bless us, and we shall thank Thee. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen.